Broadcasting live from the East Rand. This is Sirius FM. 24 hours a day sharing the peace and light of Islam. www.suriusfm.net This has gone 8.13 uh, Central African time at uh, that time of the morning where we join our super sub, uh, someone that's a respected, highly respected, uh, someone that's has a wealth of information, a wealth of knowledge, a lot of hikmah that we can tap into our very own uh, Rafik Hassan, uh, the uh, chairman and the president of IFRI. Rafik Hassan, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and tell us how you're doing this fine, uh, beautiful Tuesday morning. Alhamdulillah, Brother Shafat, with everyone's duas, uh, beautiful, as you said, lovely sunny day. They are predicting uh, some uh, storms in the afternoon, but Allah wa alam, you know, uh, they, they're not always right, but the, for right now, couldn't be better the weather. Yeah, the heart is on the left, but it's always right, uh, Rafiq. Well, our topic today, beware, beware of waste toxication. And this waste toxication, you know, uh, forget the toxication, now they're vaccinating you with the worst and the worst toxication is taking you to Iblis world, is taking you to the world of Shaitanya, is taking you to the world of altering what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has done, altering, you know, the divine decree wants us to be in a certain way. But Shaitan promised Allah, I will change them. I will even change the face of mankind. I will change many things. And these are some of the changes that's taking place. But the topic, Rafik, I know you can do justice to this. Beware of waste toxication. Next 10 minutes is yours, Rafik. We all yours. Bismillah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Maliki Yawmiddin. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Wa salatu wa salam khatam al-Nabin wa ba'd. Yes, but Shwad, I think this is also a very, very important topic. Uh, you know, uh, there's a very important uh, verse here. And uh, it's in Surah Bakra, ayah number 120. Right? I'm, I'm based on this, about when you say, you know, that when the West is indoctrinating us, uh, you know, and, and to follow their ways. And in chapter 2, verse 120 of the Quran, it is stated, Bismillah ar-Rahman, now, the meaning of that is they will never, they will never, never will the Yahud and the Nasara, the Jews and Christians, be satisfied with you until you follow their ways, until you follow their customs, until you follow their lifestyle. But Allah says, but indeed, the guidance of Allah is the only guidance. And were you to follow their desires and their ways, after the knowledge has reached you, then would you find no friend or protector or helper against Allah. Now, this is an open, Allah is openly uh, uh, or declaring this uh, open agenda. But on the other hand, to be objective, Brother Safar, on this point, Everybody would think their way is the best way and they want people to go about coercing or uh, convincing people to follow the way. So that, that is the nature of life. So I don't think it's a negative thing uh, because uh, we as Muslims feel our way is the best 
and we want people to follow that way. And just like now, they think their way is the best way. So like that, every culture, every, uh, you know, nationality feels theirs is the better, uh, you know, way. Now, Allah, that's why this verse, this ayat is followed by, but Allah says, Kul inna hudallahu, right? Kual huda. But the true guidance is from Allah. How to know who's right and who's wrong? So Allah says, tell them, Kul inna hudallahu wa huwal huda. Indeed, the guidance and the way to follow is the way of the Prophet because it is the way of all the prophets. It is the same way of all the prophets. So what is this westernization thing all about? Uh, if we look at, uh, you know, I would say if we really go back, Brother Shafat, you know, right from, you know, the, the 30s and after the, after the Second World War, there was a big machinery in the media. There was a big media uh, agenda to start to make people uh, you know, to follow a certain lifestyle. And there are many things involved in it. Uh, there was an agenda of consumerism. I'll give you like a few points. Uh, the, 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 the media was so hyped with its marketing so that they make you a consumer-orientated society so you can buy the products. It becomes a business thing, a spin-off to them. So if you, you know, to, they want to show you if you are successful as a, as a youth, as a, as a, as a young man, they will show you successes in a big house, in a nice car, uh, with a, with a half naked lady next to that. You'll find those are, that is the billboards and everywhere you're going to see that is success. This is what we call, you know, westernization, uh, brainwashing uh, and uh, coercing you into follow that that is the way of life you need to follow. So, so this is what we're trying to get at. That was the one thing. In terms of, uh, you know, uh, following uh, the material life and to be a consumer of their products that they're going to make. But the other very dangerous thing about the Western way of life, Rashad, is it, it was actually, you know, moving away from values. Uh, let's use the word religious values and moral values. Uh, and, and that's the second very dangerous thing about it. So, you know, it, it was no, no question of right and wrong or good or bad. It's just with a, like the night side, just do it. They're telling the, our, the mind of the youth, just do it. And, and then last thing I want to say is, uh, you know, last two things on that media thing, the target group was the youth and the mothers, the women folk. Because if you can get hold of the mothers, uh, Brother Shafat, you then in the lap of a mother, a nation is born. And so if you could uh, twist the mind set of the, of the mother into a Western orientated lifestyle, she will pass that on to her children. And, and, and I think this is, that was a very important target. And how did they achieve that? It's a, it's a, the whole system, Brother Shafat, was a well-planned system of Westernization. It doesn't just happen overnight. It's a generational thing. But you've got to give them credit. They succeeded in doing so. You know, uh, you look at they, what they did is uh, they, they encouraged the woman to go and work. So they did not put emphasis on motherhood. They put emphasis on two salaries. Now, one salary is not enough because the demands are too much. The material desires are too much. So you need the husband must work and the wife must go and work. Why is that so? 
There's a hidden catch there. There's a hidden agenda they brassified. And that hidden agenda is when the mother and father have gone to work, that box, that television, which they put the child in the laptop to keep them busy, that becomes their parents now, which is controlled by the Western media system. And from small, they are indoctrinating the child's mind because there's no more parental influence. It's the box. It is their media, their cartoons through which they are getting through to the toddlers as well as how they get through to our youth, you know, in, in, in brainwashing them and reorientating the mind toward away from the, the good things, the real good things in life uh, and taking them away against the, you know, the, 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 the rush, the adrenaline rush. Uh, they just want them pleasure for the temporary and not don't worry about tomorrow. YOLO, you know, Y-O-L-O, they promoted that you only live once. So just go for it, man. You only live once. So the, to end, while I'm rounding up, they succeeded, right? From 1940, you know, you can say what you want, give them full marks, you know, they succeeded. Uh, and they use movies. Besides this, the, the television series, in your home, you know, the movie industry mm, and the entertainment the industry, all the soapies, you know, you're watching days of other people's lives when your own life is going down the drain. And uh-huh. you're watching bold and beautiful and we're getting old and ugly, brothers. Right? <laughs> so, so that's how, that's how they call, you know, we're watching generation, you know, all these soapies, but our generation, our future generation, the youth is going down the tubes. So, so I think, uh, but what I think is happening now, as I'm rounding up, is people, uh, it's a bit too late in some instances, but they say, they say better late than never. People have realized, don't get onto this Western culture bandwagon. It is uh, detrimental uh, to society. It is harmful to society. And I think, uh, if you look at in South Africa, even African culture has been banished and wiped out. The, 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 the urbanized African youth doesn't want to know about his African culture. He's more Western than the, the guy in New York and London and Paris. Uh, uh, so Go ahead, Rafik. I can hear you. All right. It seems like uh, we... Uh, Rafik, can you hear me? No. So what, I, what I'm, I'm saying as I'm rounding up to Brother Shafar, I'm saying that they, they are now, you know, they have caught even... The, the youth, our African youth, before we used to say it was in the European, in our country now. It's only among the Europeans, you know, discoing and drugs. Then we see our kids, because affluent, our, uh, you know, so-called Indian kids and all uh, in the colored communities were being misled. But today, the African youth is also captured, you know, and, and the whole, so the whole society is, is, is under the grips of Western, uh, you know, uh, uh, negative culture. Uh, you know, de- debilitating culture, but slowly people are, uh, are waking up to the harms of following this uh, material, uh, you know, uh, uh, atheistic culture, Brother Safar. Absolutely, Rafik. And, you know, you really uh, brought everything to perspective and you spoke about uh, the culture of, uh, you know, uh, taking away the mother away from the home and, uh, you know, Actually, throwing her to the wolves, uh, letting her get into the marketplace. I mean, uh, it is a very, uh, you know, dangerous domain uh, to go into. And it's uh, sad that today, uh, that with all the circularism that's about and uh, with the, 
the laws are that are being implemented. Even the Bishop, Bishop Tutu was, uh, you know, someone that allowed, uh, you know, the other thing, what we're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You even talk yeah, about it. Yeah. Uh, they can, they can, they can put you in jail for that. I mean, uh, this is mm-hmm. how even the clergy and the church is acquiescing in silence uh, to all this, uh, barrage because it's like how the church gave into, uh, paganism, you know, uh, uh, allowed uh, paganism to, uh, uh, dictate to Christianity. Correct. Now, uh, Christianity is allowing, uh, these, uh, groups, uh, these, uh, vicious satanic groups. Yeah. Philosophies to enter their, their religion as well, to sanction them. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a dangerous. Gee. In other words, Brother Safat, you are opening up another very important aspect of the discussion that not only have they captured the family unit, you know, in the home, have brainwashed them, mm. they have captured the, they have captured the religious institutions in society. They have captured the educational institutions. In, 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 a, in the schools, they're teaching how to put a condom for a small child, how to have sex, uh, you know, the, on, on the gender story, uh, you know, the, all gender equality. Uh, the Quran says the man is not like the woman. And they are preaching that, that the man and woman are the same. When the Quran says they are not the same. So you are right. The educational system and religious system, not, not uh, forgetting the political system, uh, they are brilliant. They captured them all. You're talking about state capture now. They have captured the world <laughs> from the 1940s. Yeah, and, and look at the churches in, in, in Europe. I mean, all the churches are being converted into mosques. Why? Because people are, the minds are captured. The church doesn't have the same significance as, you know, that bonding factor, keeping them away from alcoholism, from partying and drugs and all that. Now it's all about this culture of, you know, let's go have a blast and let's go do whatever we must do. We need to be hedonistic. We need to, you know, indulge ourselves and, uh, all these things come in and people become, uh, yes. you know, of, uh, uh, only, uh, what do you call them, uh, dunya orientated and their love for the world is like, you know, they have insatiable love for the dunya, um, Rafik. Yeah. Now, while we still got a, a minute or two, you know, while we're speaking, because this is such a global phenomenon, let us, I don't know, I don't know if our listenership is aware, but do you know, there are people, for instance, I was listening to Sheikh Hoblos, who just came back from Egypt. You know, he made a tour recently. And right now, Brother Safad, as we're speaking right now, in Egypt and in Tunisia, which are Muslim countries, supposedly Muslim with Muslim-majority countries, you know what he says, Brother Safad, what we just said now? He says they have been so, you know, brainwashed with Western culture, but even there is a big trend of the youth moving towards atheism and materialism, Prasafat. He sure. says he was shocked out of his wits. It's, it's happening. Mm. It's happening in Muslim mm. land. Mm. It's happening here too, Rafik, in our lands. Uh, yes. We'd rather be, you know, like uh, you, we, we, we used to talk about the uh, Muslim youth movement. There was an identity there. You know, the youth, uh, even, yes. uh, you know, we, we, we moved, uh, when we talk about polarization, we had the right polarization because the MYM kept the youth on the straight and narrow, and it gave us a pride and dignity in that. So, hey, we got our own Muslim Correct. youth movement, and it was feeding you with literature from the top. Correct. Someone down the line scuttled that ship. And those people that did that, perhaps, you no, know, 50 years later or 40 years later, we can see the danger of what they did. The repercussions are showing now. And as if, you know, when uh, those that backed the Saudi regime, 
how many years ago, they said, don't talk bad about the Arabs. Don't say this about the Arabs. Yes. Today, they're red-faced because these same Arabs are showing you, you know, we are Zionist brigades and you backed us yes. all the time. We had you duped. Your comments, sir, Rafi. Well, you know, they are proving that the, the lid is blown over and it is Allah's way, way of exposing <coughs> these uh, hypocrites and monafics. But I think... I like the earlier point you made, Brasified. Let's end on, on, on some solutions and on a positive note. I think we spoke about this many times. You know, this is the Gregorian New Year. You know, the school term is the New Year term. I'm waiting, Brother Shafat. Uh, we need to start youth programs in our local masajid. Whoever is listening to me, let's make this a goal. Because you are, you hit the nail on the head. Unless we do not bring back the youth programs the, the, to identify and solidify the identity, the moral uh, you know, foundation of the youth. What did Alama Iqbal say? Alama Iqbal said that nation is not in need of a sword. The character of his youth is like steel. If the character of the youth is built like steel, there's no one, no, no, no media hype, no Western, Eastern Communist atheistic philosophy will be able to penetrate that, that youth because his character and his demand is like steel. But we are putting our money in steel structures and brick and mortar structures, mm. but not building the character and iman of our children. What a beautiful thing you said there, Rafi. And Hazrat Ali Radiallahu said this the worst of money spent is money that is spent on bricks and stones. Read it on the head, Rafi. You need to take those pebbles like David slew Goliath. I don't know how we can, we can bring all that in. Rafik, you're absolutely brilliant. Uh, your parting words are this morning. Well, all I can say, this is a new Islamic month. You know, Jamal al-Akhir. It was the first of the Islamic month. And after this month, this month is going to fly. Is those three months that ring a bell in our ears. Rajat, Shaban, Ramadan. Look how I can just remember Ramadan last year. Time is flying. Mm-hmm. Don't take time for granted. Be productive and be good and get closer to Allah subhanahu wa Now is the time. There's no tomorrow. Tomorrow, anything can happen. Do it now. Do it now, Rafik. Hey. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no. Rafik is not advertising that shoes. No. He say, do it now <laughs> for the pleasure of Allah. <laughs> not that other thing. Rafik, absolutely brilliant. You're such a treat on the radio. Allah bless you now and forever. Amen. Talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Broadcasting live from the East Rand. This is Sirius FM. 24 hours a day sharing the peace and light of Islam. www.suriusfm.net